Welcome to another edition of the Grizzden Pod. We have a fun one set for you today. The season, if you're listening to this, the season starts tomorrow. If you're listening to this on the 22nd. Uh, it's crazy because we're already here. I feel like we've been off for five minutes since the bubble ended. Um, Brantley is here with us today. Let's go. And so is Ty. Yep. And uh, we are going to play a little game uh, for the pod today. We could, you know, we could dissect the two Hawks preseason games. We could, um, you know, go player by player and and talk about what we're going to be watching for. Uh, But instead, we're going to take a look at the schedule and we are going to do a snake draft, drafting the best games in our eyes and so we're going to do six rounds of this in a snake style format and there are a pool of 36 games so the nba season this year is 72 games long however they are only releasing 36 games um initially uh the logic behind that was there could be some covid um you know, roadblocks down the line during the season and only releasing half of the schedule gives them the flexibility to move some things around without having to upend an entire season schedule. And so we are going to see the second half of the schedule released at a later date. So for now, we have 36 games to choose from. We're going to do six rounds of this draft, which means we're going to be picking the top 18 games in our eyes overall. And we'll, you know, be able to explain why we're taking what we're taking throughout. Um, so, gentlemen, any questions before we, we dive in? I wow. hope this goes smoothly. This is probably going to be crazy. Oh, yeah. It's going to be great. Are, I trades, expect... are trades possible? <laughs> I'm going to say for uh, the for this particular draft i'm going to say no but i think if we master this one the first time then next year that's a must okay so this will be the trial round you know if you can trust somebody with a little you can trust them with a lot we're going to see if they we can uh, trust ourselves with a little no trade drama sorry guys no trade drama um and one thing we do have to do do is uh figure out an order and um, i I think I think I think we should do a uh, a very quick. Uh, we're all on video here, uh, recording remotely. I think we should do a quick rock paper scissors uh, tournament, and I'm gonna let you guys go first, and the winner plays me uh, for the uh, first slot. That's unfair, but you know that's I how call I'm gonna shotgun. Do it. That's how I'm gonna. Uh, fine, that fine. Is Let's also go. a good I, point. I'll but let's go. Can okay. we just do, can we just do one? Yeah, yeah, one yeah. round. That's it. Okay. You ready? Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Yep. Rock, paper, scissors. You cheated. Right, Ty wins. I did no. not. You were delayed, but I didn't cheat. So Brantley's picking third. Now me and Ty for who gets the number one pick. Okay, Ty, ready? ready? Rock, Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh, and, uh I won, so it goes me. Then Ty, Walker. then Brantley, even though Brantley called shotgun. Let the record reflect. Okay, so let's dive in. Round one, pick number one. Um, let's see. I, I've ranked these games, of course, in my own little little spreadsheet. Um, I am going to take, this is the, um, it's not the first uh, 
national broadcasted game for the Grizzlies of the season. However, to me, it is the most important, and that is the Martin Luther King game. Man, you took mine. It's on January 18th, 4 o'clock. That's a Monday, of course, uh, against the Suns. So in past years, or at least last year, we played the Pelicans, which was an exciting um, it was an exciting game. We were all there, and we're, uh, it was probably the most hyped-up game um, for us, at least, and then with the most disappointing ending just because of how poorly we played. However, um, the Suns this year are a, uh, a formidable opponent in the West. They're, they've been about on our level for a while, just kind of a rebuilding team. Uh, and they added Chris Paul this year, and there's nothing that Memphis hates more than Chris Paul. So I think that, and, and again, it's going to be, you know, not again, but it's going to be Sands fans this year, no fans. But, um, you know, I think it's still going to be an exciting game. It puts a spotlight on Memphis. It has a huge impact um, as far as the city goes. So, yeah. Uh, and it's the first time we're playing the, the Suns, Suns, right? It's the first first game against the Suns, too. So That's correct. Correct. Yeah. All right, Ty. Yeah, honestly, that was by, that game that you just mentioned is by far the one that sticks out the most. I can't wait to watch that one. Um, so my first pick is going to the first – national televised game against the Pelicans, which is, let's see, February the 16th. Um, It's a home game on TNT. So that's a, it's a midweek to Tuesday night game, but still, um, yeah, honestly looking for matchups. And I think it'd be super fun to be on TNT playing the Pelicans who, if y'all paid attention to the, GM survey that we they do every year. Um, basically, they pull all the GMs on like who's the best player, who's most likely to win the championship, all this kind of stuff. So one of the questions was who has the brightest future or the best young core, and we came in second, only to New Orleans. Um, so we're compared to them all the time. Southeastern small market team with two stars who got picked one and two in last year's draft. Um, so super fun to watch them, but they don't have Drew Holiday, so maybe Ja will be able to spread his wings a little bit more. Mm. Yeah, well, Love I'm it. I'm really glad that y'all gave me this one because this was the one that I would have picked first. Um, I would have so emotional about this, man. The Hawks are trash, and so my first pick <laughs> goes with the second game of the season, December 26th, like the day after Christmas, on NBA TV against the Trash Hawks. Look, man, I like. Watching them in preseason, their personality, who they are, the buzz that they think they've got, they've got nothing. And I think we're going to crush them. I think we'll beat them by 15 to 20 points. They're terrible. Trey is terrible. I can't wait for Grayson Trey fight 3.0. I can't, I can't take it. They're ta- like, they're the new Clippers. They're, with the, they're, the, the, they're terrible. I'm on the Even record, the obviously, on this podcast of just saying, like, Trey Young is my least favorite player in the NBA, both to watch and just in terms of his style. Um, but yeah, I, I can't agree with you, Bor. I mean, like, it's not the first game of the season, but it's the first, like, like the Spurs game is kind of our warm up to me. And then the day after Christmas, once the rest of the NBA is sort of kicked off that initial um, push of the schedule, then we're, we're locked and loaded. And I can't wait to kill the Hawks. I will be emotionally angry. And in a bad, bad spot if we don't crush the Hawks. Agreed. 
All right, Brantley, you got it's a snake draft, so you have another selection here. All right, so this one's going matchup to me, and this one's all about Ja. So my second pick is actually going to be the first time we play the Sixers um, uh, on January 16th at 7 o'clock. Ben Simmons was one of those players that um, locked Ja up last year. Um, you know, eye test-wise, Ja doesn't look like that he's actually put on a, ton, a lot more weight, but you got to imagine that in the offseason he worked on stuff to get around some of those um, more – uh, like we've talked about, aggressive and physical defenders. Um, and so sort of what I can tell right now on, on uh, our um, you know slate, this is the first time that he's going to be facing and matching up against one of those players. Um, don't tell me if I'm missing um, one because um, we're not playing the Kings. We're not playing the, um, the Bucks with Drew. So that's why I'm sort of saying that the Sixers is the first time that he'll face off one of, against one of those guys. So that's why. <clears throat> That's a good one. I'm yeah, I like that Saturday one. night, 7 p.m., so yeah. it's going to be fun. All right, Ty, what you got? Um, so my next one is actually – I'm going the third game of the season um, against the Nets. Again, NBA TV game. Uh, it's December 28th. It's a Monday. The reason is because I really want to see a few things. A, Ja versus Kyrie again. If y'all remember last year, it was our first win of the year. Ja like took over in the fourth, blocked Kyrie's game-winning opportunity. Later, made the game-winning assist. Ja, it was like Ja's like real first big moment. And the second thing I'm really interested in is who do we get to defend KD? Like a one-on-one type player who can just get the ball in the wing and go to work. Like who in our like coaching staff's mind? is that guy to like take that role of like lockup defender. Mm-hmm. Um, like who takes kind of the Tony Allen, hey, this is my guy, I got him. Um, it'll be really curious. I don't think Justice will be back in time for that game. Um, so I don't think we'll see him. And honestly, my guess is Kyle Anderson uh, guarding KD, but I'd still, I'm just curious to see how we defend them and how we match up against a team that is loaded and should be a powerhouse. I'm curious to see how the grid is because, honestly, we start out with Spurs, which, you know, are projected to miss the playoffs. The Hawks are just all new. No, I mean, people say they're going to get to play in. And then the Nets are the first, like, okay, this is a real team. How do we play against them? Yeah, I agree. It's going to be fun. Uh, all right, so it's back around to me. And here's the deal, guys. Um, when I went through the schedule – and I was prepping for this competition. Um, I my methodology was to uh, rank every single game on a scale of one to five, five being the the best. And I came up with three five games, five level games. I the very first one I picked, and the other two are still on the board for me. And mm. I can't believe they lasted this long. Mm. Um, so I'm excited to take both of them right now. Now I feel judged. <laughs> um, all right. So the the second round pick for me will be February 8th, Monday, 7 p.m., Marcus Gasol's return to FedEx Forum. Uh, this will be the first time he is uh, going to be back in Memphis playing since we traded him to the Raptors where there was a game set. Dude, he doesn't play for happen. the Raptors anymore. He's on the oh, Lakers, my guy. He's for the Lake Show. Oh my gosh! Hey, we're, we're, we're looking at January the first. I just too. made, I just made a, 
a yeah. critical error. Yeah, you did. I'm glad you ranked that number five, dude. Keep telling me why that was a good uh, pick. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. This is going to be hilarious. This is hilarious. hilarious. Oh, that was just a rookie You're mistake. To be listen, the best of us. Yes, yeah, seriously. Listen, that's awesome. Listen, <laughs> listen. I Love am this. going to, I'm going to stick with my pick uh-huh. uh, because I want to be fair. Uh, and I technically chose this team. So you know what? The Raptors are a fun watch, no matter who's on their team. I think, I think there's, you know, there's so many more reasons to watch this game than a meaningless, you know, Mark Gasol, whatever. Uh, Kyle Lowry's return to FedEx forum. There you go. If you will. Mm -hmm. Uh, A little part of Grizz path. Yeah. drama. One of the most interesting franchises, really the Tampa Raptors, the Tampa Raptors coming to FedEx form. However, I have another pick and the other pick was the Lakers. Uh, So this is the true Marc Gasol uh, returning to FedEx forum January 3rd, Sunday, NBA TV. It's the first time we play the Lakers uh, on national TV. To me, all of these other games, before that are going to be interesting. I love, you know, Brooklyn and Boston. Um, we are playing prior to the Lakers. However, this is the first uh, big time a, a Western Conference opponent. Plus, it's the defending champs. And it's Marcus Gasol coming home. Got that right the second time around. Cool, cool, cool. I'm going to take the Lakers. And it is Ty's <laughs> pick. And man, I'm not going to live that one down for a while. So my next one is the first time we play OKC. I can't wait to see Ja versus Westbrook. Big matchup coming. Shut up. That was four years ago. I'm just kidding. Um, I did have the Lakers. I had the Lakers January 3rd, NBA TV again home game. That'll be super fun. I think the rumor is we may wear one of our like new jerseys that game. Um, Whether it's the 20 anniversary or 25 anniversary Memphis year, uh, which will be super fun. Um, but I'll go. Yeah, who are your sources I, on that? What, what, uh, your I, sources? I think the Twitter. I don't remember who exactly. Okay. But That's not a source. That's just a medium it's it's a platform. That's true. I'll take that as a source. It works for me. <laughs> um, so a game, honestly, two games I have kind of kind of penciled here. Hey, you just can, get one. I'm, nope. No. Nope. I'll just get just one. one then. I don't think yep. the other one's going to get used. Even though it's kind of a pair of games, but here we go. So we played the Blazers back to back, both away, both in Portland on mm. January the twentieth and January the twenty second. Right after we played the Suns on MLK, um, I think the Blazers are one of those teams that a lot of people are getting a lot of buzz, being like potentially. Definitely one of the better teams in the West. But then you have other people saying like, hey, they really didn't get get that much better. And for us to be in the playoff mix, I think those two games are going to be really important um, for us to win um, and see how we stack up against a team that we're directly playing against to kind of get those last playoff spots. And I, I think last year our games against Portland, the first game in the bubble and the play-in game were both like, some of the funnest games we watched last year to me. Um, ja went toe-to-toe with Dame and CJ down the stretch in the play-in game. And in the opening game against the bubble, Jaron just went nuts. And Nurkic couldn't stay in front of him to save his life. I think it's a good matchup for us, too, honestly. If I mean, offensively, mm-hmm. I think we can really hang with them. Um, so I think that'll be a fun – so you can just pick the first one then. Pick the first game. 
of those two, but I think both of them are going to be important. And I'm excited to watch both of those kind of back to back trip there. So, yeah, if you had picked the second one, then I was going to pick the first just to like show you <laughs> that the first one's more important, you know, from an emotional standpoint. Um, <clears throat> okay. So I'll sort of close this one up with maybe a little bit of a, a zag, if you will, um, with like talking a little bit of a different direction. So, First, um, I'm going to go with a game that's sort of towards the end of the, the first half of the schedule. Um, it's on the 22nd against the Mavericks. Um, I knew you were going to take that. Uh, look, man, Luca. if we didn't have Ja, I would have to become a closet Mavs fan, just kind of behind my Grizzlies fandom, of course. Um, I love Luca. I think that the, that Dallas has the chance to potentially push um, into the upper echelon of the Western Conference this year. Um, seeing the way that our team really plays against them, potentially healthy, um, you know, we'll cross our fingers, full strength against full strength. I just think that that's a good sort of young core matchup um, perspective to look at. I'm actually sort of surprised that Dallas with Luca, what didn't make that list on um, young core from a GM perspective. Luca's a generational talent. How he's not in that conversation set, I'm not really sure how that got omitted to me. Um, that was sort of how, why I questioned that data, if you want to say it um, from a, you know, throwback to Fizdale. My next one is actually maybe a little bit off the radar, um, but I'm going to say that uh, the next pick is the 10th of February against the Hornets. That's a Wednesday. Um, I think uh, you know, Ja gave us some fun highlights and sort of closing in Charlotte um, that game last year where he had a game winner. Um, I think it's the first time we play sort of his hometown team um, against um, you know this season. You've got Lamelo coming to town. You've got Gordon Hayward. You've kind of got this revamped bottom echelon Eastern Conference roster that um, I'm sort of interested to see how we compete against them. Um, and uh, just could be fun. I think everybody's making all of this big deal about Lamelo's highlights and the stuff he's doing is just like standard one-on-one job level. So I'd love to see him uh, bring the show and show what a real point guard show looks like. Lamelo's so good, though, man. He is. He's he's flashy. He's flashy. We'll see if yeah, it pans would... out. He's all looks, man. There's nothing underneath. There's he, he's like oh. all looks, no personality. It's you know if you're Ooh. comparing him to to. You know how your your dating life. That's what I have to say. Wow, I agree 100% on that. Yeah, that I'm gonna I'm game, gonna the same game he made that like phenomenal pass that everyone kept. Whatever. Showing he also went one for ten from the field that game. So they're not gonna talk about that as much. Those aren't gonna, good. Are those good stats or bad stats? I'm not really sure. I don't, I don't think 10% is ideal. Okay, cool. I'm just letting y'all know I've bought a lot of Lamelo stock and I'm gonna hold on to. Are it. you buying his rookie card? Have you been scavenging Facebook Marketplace for the Lamelo rookie not a, cards? I'm not a card guy. I know yeah. a lot of people are, and it's a popular thing. Uh, yeah. But I, I, I'm just letting y'all know I'm okay. holding the stock. Okay, cool. All right, Ty, who you got next? Okay, uh, so my next one really is uh, Ja versus Westbrook. Um, because I really want them to play against each other. It's March the 2nd. Um, it's the second to last game before the break. Um, the last game before the break is against the Bucks at home. Um, I think the Wiz will be a team that will score a ton of points. And I think Ja – I think if you were to tell him or like ask him who he 
I don't know about models his game, like who he has like the most respect for. I think Westbrook would be way up there. I think Ja like really loves Westbrook and kind of saw he him. No, but when we played against the Rockets the first time last year, um, Westbrook didn't play. And basically the broadcasters or whatever asked Westbrook like what he thinks of Jaw so far this season and he like just praised him. And then Jaw basically turned around and was like, to hear that from a guy like Westbrook, a guy who I like look up to a ton and who I think, you know, in Jaw terms is like he's a dog. He's he's mm. like every every yeah, I would just love to be able to be like him in this league. So I think that'll be super fun. And they never they haven't got to play against each other yet. Um, because I think Westbrook has been hurt pretty much every time. Um Actually, I take that back. They did t- play against each other once, but it was a massacre, and we had like a ton of guys out, so it wasn't competitive. Um, but that would be mine. Um, Jaw versus Westbrook, I think it'd be fun. I agree. That'll be a that'll be an exciting one. Okay, coming back around, man. I'm still sweating from from last time I was up here. It's okay. Um, we'll let you know if you do it again. Perfect. Thanks, guys. Um, all right, so I'm going to go ahead and snag uh, opening night, December 23rd. It's in Classic. two days from when we're recording. Um, I think all eyeballs are going to be um, on the Grizzlies. This is the first game that matters. It's against the Spurs, a familiar opponent, even though they, they have an interesting roster. I think no matter who we're playing, no matter who the opponent is, the first game is always super exciting. So I'm going to take the first game against the Spurs. And then, whoa, I just copy and paste in here. Uh, I am now going to take the first game that we are going to play against the Pelicans. It's in New Orleans on February 6th, the Saturday night game. So it's the first matchup of the season uh, against the Pelicans. I think it's going to be um, a blast. The there's just a lot of easy comparisons to make to New Orleans and Memphis um, on the same um, growth trajectory. And they're also uh, two smaller market teams and in the same div- division. And And I'm hoping that we develop some sort of – I'm hoping the Pelicans and the Hawks are sort of our – become our regional rivals in the next few years, uh, two really young teams that – uh, in the Hawks, um, from a Hawks standpoint, Trey Young is just so easy to hate, and uh, also Pelicans. Even though Zion is is uh, fun to watch, there's just a lot of similarities there. Excited to see these teams play. Okay, so my next one is again a back to backer, but I guess I'll just take one. Um, so it's the Kings, uh, January 24th, and we actually played them again January the 25th. And it comes right after we play the Blazers twice. Um, so we have a fun, I think, really important stretch for how the season's going to go, starting with MLK Day. So MLK Day, we obviously play the Suns on the 18th. The 20th, we go Blazers, 22nd Blazers, both in Portland. And then 24th, 25th, we come home for Kings Kings. Um, again, I think the Kings are one of those teams that honestly should be like where we are right now in the Western Conference pecking order, I guess you could say. Like, they should be better than us um, with draft picks and the money that they spend on their roster and all that kind of stuff. And they're not 
Uh, I don't know if y'all saw that guy who's on the jump for ESPN basically say that De'Aaron Fox is who, or Jaws, who De'Aaron Fox wishes he was. Um, basically Ooh. throwing some real slander at De'Aaron Fox, and Ja was directly involved. And De'Aaron Fox wasn't having it. And was basically like you can you can say that I called that guy a bitch, and you can tell you can let him know I said it. Um, so I think Fox will be very fired up to play Jaw, and knowing Jaw, like he's going to be like bring it kind of thing. So I don't think he's going to back down from the moment at all. Um, but that matchup, I think, would be super fun. Honestly, I kind of I really hope Bagley plays because I'd love to see Bagley versus Jaron too. Another mm-hmm. you know same draft ba- Bagley's just going unheard of right because of injuries. Um, and Jaron's like this one people would say he has one of the higher ceilings in the entire league. Um, so that comparison isn't great for the Kings perspective either. So I think that'll be a super fun back to back too. Mm. excited to watch that. All right. Yeah, I had that one marked down as well. It's gonna be a good one. All I right, didn't, I didn't know all that, um, drama between, uh, yeah. Darren and, and Ja. I mean, Darren is one of those dudes that helped Ja. um, from a defensive perspective as well as anybody did. So that, that's a fascinating drama storyline to be following. Okay, I'm going to stick with my sort of zag thing before maybe I go back to an obvious pick to end out this round um, or my, my picks. I think February 4th um, against the Rockets is interesting because that's a team that, depending on what's happened with Harden, um, it's just going to be an interesting, I think, trajectory for how the Grizzlies season could potentially end um, in terms of um, where we'll end up within the Western Conference Finals. Um, so it's not as interesting in terms of potential talent that we'd be playing, I think, because I sort of I think most folks hypothesize that Harden won't be on the team then. But if he still is, that means something has changed and things are going really well there. And, um, you know, they're competing for a top tier seed. So that's just more of a holistic kind of NBA storyline that I think is interesting. Um, and then the one that I'm going to finalize uh, with is on the 12th against the Lakers at uh, in L.A., uh, nationally televised game on ESPN. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe Joggles Night was a nationally televised game um, when we played the Lakers and beat them. So it's not the first time that we played them. Um, obviously, but um, because a couple of folks have already picked the Lakers and we're playing, playing them on a back-to-back in January in Memphis. Um, so it is sort of interesting. Uh, just I guess that is the last time that we would play them in this first half of the season. Um, and depending on sort of what's happening with potentially Jaw um, from a national storyline perspective, finishing out the first half, obviously there isn't going to be an all-star game. Um, but I think there's been maybe some uh, hypothesis that there will still be selections, even though there's not a game. So having that sort of nationally televised um, schedule in February where we play the, at the Lakers and then where we also play the Pelicans um, in that kind of uh, couple day period of time, is just really interesting to me. And so that's sort of starting it out. So yeah. And it's the Lakers. Nice. I like it. Ty last pick. Yeah, I'm running thin here on my picks. Um, I got one for you. Can I help you? Yeah, I got two in mind, but go ahead and say yours. What is the game you think your boy Justice will be back for? That's a great one. That's a great one. So looking here, I think it could be the – I don't just – I really don't know. I could see him missing the first two and then missing that first road trip where we go Nets, Celtics, Hornets. But when we play the Lakers – 
Sunday, January the 3rd on NBA TV, I could see that being a, a potential game where he comes back. So a lot of people kind of Jenkins mentioned, talked about it today in his media availability where he was, didn't really give like a firm timeline on justice or Jaron, but he said justice would miss like the first of the season, basically the, to start the season. And he said, Jaron would basically miss the first basically month of the season. So we know Jaron's going to be a little bit justice. It really could be the first few games. Um, so I think that could be a fun thing to look for. And how, what better of a game than the Lakers at home on NBA TV um, for him to play? So the other honorable mentions, um, I think the Bucks, the last game of the of this schedule, um, they're awesome. And having them in Memphis, maybe there's a chance we may have fans at that one. Who knows? We'll see. Um, so that could be a fun game. Um and then I think the t- twice when we play the Clippers both at home, again, another back-to-back, the 25th of February and the 26th. We murdered them in L.A. last year, and that was super fun. They'll probably kill us this year, but who knows? We'll see. So what's so, your selection? Yeah, top pick three. He couldn't technically pick the Lakers one because that's already been chosen. That's right. So, yeah. But I think Justice could come back. So let's go with the Bucks. the last game of this. Dang it, Ty. Sorry, buddy. You deserve it because you thought Mark played for the Raptors. <laughs> he did two years ago. That's pretty cool. True. He did. He's not completely wrong. God, I should just leave. <laughs> you can just leave this pick open. Also, you know, Ty just rolling through all of his potential selections took a lot of shine off of. There's no surprises anymore. Um, Sorry, man. Hey, talk more about the Bucks game. I didn't mention much. I just said no. I'm joking. No, I agree. And I think Giannis. Anytime Giannis comes to town, it's worth. And your point about the fact that there could be fans at that point is a huge one. Um, I had that written down as well because um, I don't think we can assume much about that. Uh, There's absolutely zero indication right now of when that's going to happen. And in fact, the Grizzlies recently announced that there actually wouldn't be any fans to start the season. Tennessee so, is the best at catching COVID. It, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're at the top of that list right now. Um, so we'll see. And I guess I shouldn't joke about that. Sorry. Man, this is so tough. This is so tough. Hmm. Excited to see LeBron when he comes with the Cavs on the 7th of January. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go with the Friday night. February 26th matchup against the Los Angeles Clippers. I think I'm here taking the the best uh, team available that hasn't been chosen yet. I think any Kawhi and Paul George are enough to um, watch the game. And like Ty said, last time we played the Clippers, uh, it was pretty, pretty funny. But this is going to be a Friday night game, uh, end of February, so the same implications as far as fans go. Um, I I don't know which uh, I haven't looked at the Clippers schedule close enough to know whether because Kawhi tends to sit in back to backs, and so I'm not sure whether um, he would sit on the front end of of this back to back or the back end. I'm gonna go ahead and just take the Friday just because it's a Friday. Um, but 
in spirit in the spirit of my pick, it's whichever one Ka- Kawhi plays in. Um, so, yeah. All right. Well, that was the six round snake draft. Let's go through um, everybody's teams. Um, we'll start with Brantley and go go backwards. We'll we'll Brantley's first pick was uh, December twenty sixth against the Hawks. Second pick was January sixteenth, Saturday night home against the Sixers. Third pick was February 22nd at the Mavericks. Fourth pick was February 10th uh, at home against the Hornets. Fifth pick was February 4th at home against the Rockets, and he rounded it out with uh, February 12th, Friday night at home, or sorry, no, away at the Lakers Friday night, but that's an ESPN game. Ty's first Overall pick was uh, Tuesday, February 16th against the Pelicans at home. Second pick was December 28th uh, at the Nets, which is one of the first few games of the season. Uh, January 20th was his third pick at the Blazers. That's the first of the two matchups there against Portland. Uh, Fourth pick was March the 2nd at the Wizards, a job versus Russell Westbrook matchup. Fifth pick was... January 24th at home against the Kings, uh, Fox versus Jaw there. And then rounding it out, March 4th at home against the Milwaukee Bucks. And to end the, this review, um, with the very first overall pick, I uh, picked the MLK game. It's January 18th at home against the Phoenix Suns. Uh, for my second round pick, I took Marcus Gasol's return uh, February 8th against the Raptors at home. For my third pick, I took Marc Gasol's real return on January 3rd uh, against the Lakers at home. Fourth round pick was the very first game of the season, which is happening in a couple days against the Spurs at home. Fifth round pick was our very first matchup of the season uh, with the Pelicans, which is in New Orleans on February 6th. And finally, the last pick of the draft was our uh, Friday night matchup at the end of February at home against the Los Angeles Clippers. All right. That was fun guys. Uh, just to, uh, end here, what going through the schedule, um, were some things that stuck out to you, uh, either in terms of, uh, how this first half schedule, um, it looks like the Grizzlies could fare through it. Uh, any other interesting things that, that stuck out to you guys, uh, after reviewing this. Hmm. Yeah, I think there's a stretch um, after the Lakers, um, despite really the Nets, where we really need to compile, like pile some wins together. So just read these. So we play the Lakers back to back, but then we go Cavs, Nets, Cavs, Wolves, Wolves, Sixers, Suns, Blazers, Blazers, Kings, Kings, Bulls, Spurs, Spurs. I think that stretch has got to be one that we crush it in if we want to really think about kind of getting to that 500 echelon if not depend unless if teams do something really different on these back-to-backs um than what they've done in the past and start like sitting players and doing things like that that maybe we're able to take advantage of um i think that we it could be really tough just based on where we've got some other big teams sort of um focused in on the first half of this season yeah, I was looking at that stretch too. Basically, I, I mentioned it earlier, starting with the Suns on MLK, going Suns, then Blazers back to back, Kings back to back. 
Um, I think that could be an important little, what is that, seven-game, five-game stretch. Um, and we play the Lakers a ton. Um, I feel like we played the Lakers four times. Or is that just in my head? Three. Three times. Might as well be four. Um, but I think it's cool and good that we play them early. Um, bang, bang on the 3rd and the 5th of January. I don't think LeBron and AD will play both of those games. And then, Will, you kind of mentioned the Clippers again back-to-back, which we most likely know Kawhi and PG won't play both of those games either. Um, it's pretty favorable. I'm not going to go through like all the wins and losses, but looking at it at a glance when I first saw it, I was like, I think we could go 500 during this, these first games. I think that's reasonable. Do y'all think that's reasonable? I think it's reasonable. And and another thing that I noticed was that uh, they're as far as home and away, it's it's really common in an 82 game schedule in a, in a very normal normal circumstance to have months where you're playing 75 percent of your games away or 75 yeah. percent at home. This is relatively balanced. You know, it's yeah. two or two to four games at home, and then you know two to four games away. Although we never have a have a road trip more than three games and and often in this particular format we're playing a team back-to-back games which i think is going to be interesting um i don't love it like i just as far as i I think a team you know it could be i think some people are excited about this baseball series type format i i like having some variety i like having some games spread out um, as far as opponents go but I think it'll it'll be I'm I'm more neutral I should say about it more than I'm pumped for it but I think it'll be another interesting wrinkle in this season and that stretch Brantley that you mentioned as well I mean that is that is a crucial crucial uh, period of time there for the Grizzlies to you know you you kind of see what your team is going to be made of in the first twenty games and and that's about what that that stretch is going to be it's going to be our, our our games you know number eight through about eighteen so. And I'll just say I caught one of my my errors in the pod. I picked the Hornets uh, and and failed to mention that that we actually play them early on. So I should have picked that game instead of the one that I picked. Y'all could have railed me, but I caught it myself, so you can't rail me. And I just went there really quickly without thinking about it. And I have us going 18 and 19. There you go. Any any uh were you doing it just relatively chalk as far as like who's expected to be better who's just expected really to be quick worse? yeah yeah splitting yeah. some back-to-backs um yeah. type thing yeah yeah i mean the the four games before the new year uh if we escape three and one that would be pretty uh, a pretty cool uh beginning to the season i think I would expect for us to go two and two in those first games. Just just talking about you know the next week of games, and we'll we'll probably return uh, a few few games into the season with a pod to, to give our initial reactions to everything. But yeah, that Nets game uh, tie that you you picked that's going to be that's going to be one of those that's um, hopefully similar to the to the last year's Nets game as you mentioned as well. But that that'll be a lot of fun. Definitely. I'm excited about that one. All right, guys. Uh, this has been great. Uh, a fun way to preview the season. Any any final thoughts before we, we enter into the 2020-2021 the 
campaign for this young Grizzlies team. It's here, baby. We did prediction last Christmas before uh, for a while that the Grizzlies aren't playing on Christmas. Oh, Ooh, I like be, it. That would be super fun. I I, I did not think it was going to happen this year. I had like a one percent kind of like uh, maybe Jaw could be enough right now. But I agree with you. I think, think Jaw's going to be there to where people got to they're going to want to watch him. He's too much of a highlight. Who would who do y'all want to play routinely on Christmas Day? Dallas or the Pelicans? My my thing or was the, the Hawks. The Hawks are trash. They won't they be are. in it. But but yeah, they'll love to tee us up against them. Yeah, Trey's an all star. <laughs> That's unreal to me. Yeah, I think I I would I think a Portland game would be really fun on Christmas. I just love Dame versus Jaw. Uh, but overall, I think Pelicans are just kind of that team. That's just really easy to slide in against the Grizzlies, and it's always yeah. going to be fun. I think Rightfully. they're going to have to they'll have to put us again against another big market. They can't do two small market games on Christmas. So it's I'm thinking a bigger market like Atlanta is a bigger market, which why it sort of makes sense to me. Um, the East West Coast thing could be strange, but you know, if they yeah. make the playoffs this year, I don't know. All right, uh, guys, you know, we've learned a lot in this podcast, one of which is where a former Grizzlies big man actually plays. And uh, the Lakers, right? Yeah, gosh, I, yeah, okay, whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm done, I'm done. <laughs> Good pod. Thanks, Will. It was, it, it was fun. It was fun. Uh, next year can't be as bad as this year was, uh, for me in particular, but this was a lot of fun, guys. Thanks for jumping on on a Monday night. We're, uh, we're excited for the season. We'll be with you with all of the content throughout this season. Let's cross our fingers that we get through it smooth sailing uh, and that there isn't too much of a delay. But check us out on social media, Instagram at grizzden, Twitter at grizz underscore den. Maybe those are reversed. Is it Instagram at grizz underscore den? Yeah. That's right. Twitter at grizzden. Go to grizzden.com. We got some fun T-shirts and we got some in the works right now. We don't know when they're going to drop, but you'll know when they do. So check out grizzden.com and get your last-minute T-shirt orders, and you can go pick them up if you're in town. In great. They make great Christmas order presents. They do. They're fantastic Christmas presents. All right, guys. We'll see you all on the other side of the beginning of the Grizzly season. Let's do it. Let's go, Grizz. Now it's time for it to get on the mic and make this motherfucking party hot. I'm taking it back.